Okay, Baruch Hashem. We begin another five minutes of tefillah. And what's incredible is we're in the middle of the Pirkei Siyum, which is the wrapping up, which is the concluding remarks, which are quite lengthy, as we mentioned. And over here, he breaks it into parakim. So we're on the second parak. And in today's parak, Rishim Shem Pinkis is going to discuss a concept that is beyond beyond myself, beyond probably most mortal human beings, but we'll try to understand it on the level that he writes it on paper. And what he says is a hakdama tefila to tefila, which is fascinating. We just finished 115 shirim on tefila. We're on the 151st page in the Hebrew edition. We're wrapping it up, and he says in his concluding remarks, "Let me give you an introduction to what tefila is." Fascinating. What's the introduction to tefila? You have to know before whom you are standing, to whom you are talking, to understand at some level what is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, whom is this entity called God, and what does it mean that Hashem is Nitzchi, is eternal. Because without understanding what infinite means, without understanding that God is the eternal and infinite, that there's nothing finite about God's existence, we can't really begin to portray to whom we're davening. Because if we feel like we're davening to a, another mere mortal, to an entity which has beginnings and ends, to something whose bank account at some point could end, we just don't understand the olive base, the starting blocks of what we're talking about. So says Hashim Shabinkis, let's understand what does it mean, eternity. And he says the way that most people understand eternity is that they view that if you have a wealthy person, the wealthiest of the wealthy, someone whose bank account will never end up, the strongest of the strong. And he says the classical mashal, before some, the mashal, the analogy is follows. Let's say, listen to this analogy. You have the tallest and largest mountain that you can imagine. A mountain that starts in ground and goes up thousands upon thousands of feet, well into the clouds. Its width is tremendous. And you have a teeny little bird that takes one dot of dirt off of this mountain today. The bird waits a thousand years and takes another dot of dirt off the mountain. Then waits another thousand years. Every one thousand years, this bird removes one dot off this mountain. What would happen after millions upon billions upon trillions of years? Eventually, every dot is decreasing this massive mountain. It's true that there's a thousand years in between, but eventually, after trillions of years, what would happen? What would happen is the mountain would be depleted. The mountain would turn into flat ground. Says with Shimon Jepinkis, this is how we generally view Nitzchias, eternity. We view that God is this massive, most incredible, most unlimited entity that if you take this one dot off every thousand years, it would take trillions upon trillions of years to deplete. Says with Shimon Pinkis, it's a nice muscle. It's good. It paints a decent picture. However, he says, this isn't Nitzchias. Firstly, because eventually it will deplete. But he says something much deeper. 
Because this is just depicting what eternity in time is. This is depicting that when one gets schar, when one gets oinish, there's a time which goes on forever. But he says there's another element to everything that is godly. There's another element of every reward that one will receive in that, not just in time it will be for eternity, in the item itself is something which is eternity. Meaning, and with this we'll conclude, when we think of the reward, the pleasures of Eilam Haba, we, view of, we think of the greatest pleasure, and now multiply that by a few trillion years. Says Rishim Shempinkis, there's a fundamental flaw. Because you're viewing the regular earthly, manly pleasure and just multiplying that by time. That's not the way it works. In the eyes of God, it's not the manly, earthly little bit of pleasure, but it's the pleasure itself is an eternal and infinite entity that that itself goes on forever and ever. That entity, that God, that eternal and infinite being, that's to whom we're praying. And hopefully we're beginning to get a little bit of a glimpse. What does it mean, reward? What does it mean, punishment? What does it mean, an infinite God that we're talking to each and every day?